You sons of bitches, you did it. You went ahead and you did it. You listened to a hundred episodes. Neato, gang. Good job, guys. Super duper. So the winners out there, you're all winners. There's so many winners out there. I can't express the number of winners. Dan can't express the number of winners. I can't. I can't express it. You are showered in invisible confetti. In invisible funfetti. Do me a favor. Pull your car over. And, and grab your glass, whether it's there or not. Make, even if it's imaginary, take a sip. Just raise it us. high. Raise it high. Raise it up there. Bring and it. Just hold it. Hold it a little longer. There you go. Bring it a little bit down. There you go. Bring it down. That looks nice. Bring it to your mouth. Right at the bottom of your lip. Just hold it there at the bottom. You can smell the fluid. If, it, if you're holding a bottle, blow <laughs> into it. Just make that. <laughs> and then. Just do it. Gobble just, it. Just Gobble take it. that swig. And then, <sighs> 100 episodes of Ooh. sweetness. Feels so good once it hits your lips. You're listening to the Dan and Cody podcast, episode 100. 100. Play it. Boosh. This is the Dan and Cody podcast. <laughs> this is it. Right here, Cody. You put on those headphones and you go to work. Why are you yelling? This is where our message is heard. It's time to get hype. Say it with me. What are we saying? Dan and Cody. Uh, Dan and Cody. Dan and Cody. Meet Dan and Cody podcast. Dan and Cody podcast. Dan and Cody podcast. Get some. Dan and Cody podcast. This episode of the Dan and Cody podcast is brought to you by Studio Headphones. Guys, if you want to combine tech and style, check out Studio. Head to their link in our show notes and enter the code DNK for 15% off your order plus free shipping. Or just go to studiosweden.com. Ooh, ooh, exhilarating. Exhilarating. New intro. New intro. New intro. So, Did you guys like that? Yeah, did you guys like that new intro? 100 comes with a new intro. We've been reborn. It's uh, it's rebirth. We're a different podcast with the same guys, same content. Never the same. Never the same as Dan and Cody. The only thing that's the same is our names. Absolutely right. A- actually, fuck that. I'm going by Cody for the next 100. He's going by Cody for the next 100, and I'm going to stay stick with Cody. Okay. What's up, Cody? Hey, Cody. How you doing, man? It's <laughs> good to see you. Oh, man. Cody Hill and Cody Frederick. No big deal. Cody and Cody podcast, baby. Dan who? Dan who? Dan who? Anyway. So I, 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 f- I feel like we, there's a lot of pressure to, be, to have like a great 100th episode. Yeah. But I think, let's just, I, I, I want to, we love sports. I take it to sports. It's like people get psyched out at the Super Bowl because it's the Super Bowl. Yeah. You get psyched out when it's the championship or mm-hmm. when you're in the playoffs. But the team... The team that stays together and says, this is another game. Let's just keep playing. Let's keep doing what we do, guys. That's, that's how we got here. Just so you guys know, Dan and I, when we play the game, it's mm. like game seven every night when we get on this every podcast. Night. Every night. So we bring you consistent pleasure. Yeah. Consistent pleasure. That's what we say. And you know what? If there's no pressure... There's no diamonds. But here's how you get through pressure situations. Make them all pressure situations. All of them. 
We're never not thinking it's episode 100. Before we start every podcast, Dan sweats, and I take a very, I take a, 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 a freshly clean towel to his forehead, and I'm like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And then he slaps me, and I'm like, it's going to be okay. And then I break out in hives. He does, and I and I, I take that uh, I take that fluid that actually makes it so that he doesn't itch. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. What is that? Um, that is a uh, oh, calamine lotion. Calamine lotion. I rub it all over his body. Yep. All those hives tend to recede, and then we record our podcast mm-hmm. after, after you, you pass out. You after I pass you out, pass out right. for another half hour. Mm-hmm. Then I, mm-hmm. after I have the calamine, then I I don't. This is weird. I kiss his forehead. Yep. He comes to. And here we go. Magic's made. Whew. So that was a little insight to the behind the scenes. We don't really show people. That's right. That's right. That, that's what makes it special. It's true. It's true. So how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I do feel like before we start diving into things, mm-hmm. we should explain our intro. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. So just so everybody knows, you've heard our new intro uh, we had our old intro, which we absolutely loved. Love it. And we wanted to kind of switch some things up just to kind of keep keep mixing the pot. Mm-hmm. And so we switched up the music at the beginning because it's fun. Uh, this is a little more like amp, more energy. It's epic. It's we're, epic. We're not just a podcast. What we're trying to do here is 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 is, is make a movement. Join a movement, not make a move. What? I, did, I actually said nothing there. I was just going to let you go on your journey right there, my friend. That was all you. But no, it, 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 we, we, love, we love sports. We love getting hyped. We like getting amped. I, we love the chills. It's true. We want to have the chills. We want to be, we wanted it to be like before the locker room, in the locker room, getting pumped, slapping towels. So a bunch of guys locker. in a locker room. Yeah. Sweaty. Sweaty, uh, slapping, slapping towels. Snapping towels. Snapping towels. Okay. Ready, ready for the game. Ready for the game. Putting your mouth guard in. What? And like going to work. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted it to be go to work. And if you're a super fan, you didn't Filling hear Filling up your calamine lotion bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And re- listen to the last 10 episodes. So this was coming. This was coming. We've been giving a little precursor. In each of the last 10 episodes, Michael has been kind enough to filter in secret little teases throughout each episode. And now Michael here, he's going to go ahead and play all ten episodes, all of our 10 teasers so you can be refreshed as to what you may have heard. Right. Michael, strung, strung together. Michael, go ahead and string that, baby. You hear that? What? Mmm, it's weird. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What's up, bro? No, something, something's cutting in. What? Same from last week. Is that? Is this what you heard? I don't know. Is it? That's it. That's what? That. That. The 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 thing. That it's like two seconds of like weird. Uh huh. Whatever that was, I like it. Yeah, well, this is getting out of hand. Michael leaves, and we get this. Absolutely mind-boggling. Is it your ringtone or something? Ringtone? No, Dan. I'm all vibrate. Oh, right. Yeah. You're, you're a vibrate guy. Yeah, well, you're a ringtone guy, okay? And you've been hallucinating for three episodes. But you heard it, too. Heard what? Do you have a topic, man? Come on. 
Okay, this is some kind of joke. <laughs> no, Dan, this is a joke. A man walks into a bar, touches himself, walks out, everybody's grossed out. Laughing? <laughs> it's getting me, though. What's getting you? What exactly is getting you? Whatever that was. Whatever that... I am, I'm buying what it's selling, bro. Oh, I mean, I understand that reference. As it pertains to life, but not in this situation, my friend. Okay, all right. You guys want to play with me. I get it. That's that's fine. I'm about, totally to, fun. I'm about to do my story. What? Michael is, like, taking the audio, and he's trying to, like, freak us out, right? How can he do anything? We're recording right now, and we're hearing it right now. Right, but afterwards. Dude, you're losing it, man. Michael edits after we record. Whatever it is, it's happening now. It's like a... <laughs> you're starting to freak me out, man. Okay, that's definitely... Your ringtone. Nah, man. All vibrate here. Uh, now, see, I'm the all vibrate guy. You're the crazy ringtone guy. Dude, I just... I feel a movement. Movement? Is this a lactose thing? Take a pill. Okay, okay. Here we go. It's starting to amp me up. What? The podcast? I feel a change. Well, Dan, you see, we're headed into fall. No, 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 a change within. Can you feel it? Dude, there is no denying that. Yeah, I heard something, but it's nothing. Oh, it's something. This is the beginning of a new era. I can smell a rebirth. You can smell a rebirth? Really? A rebirth? You're crazy, man. Who are you trying to get crazy with this, eh? What? Yep. Again with this. Michael keeps messing with this man. It's working. It is working. I don't know what that means. I need more. Let's get it. I feel like a caterpillar changing into a butterfly, like a metamorphous warrior. I'm hungry. I'm feisty. Whoa, I'm ready. I'm amped up. Let's go. Let's yep, go. That's, that's something. You're a person, okay? Let's get along with it. <laughs> He's off the rails. You know, 100 episodes, I feel good. You brought, you brought a cake? Yeah. A big cake? Susie Cakes, baby. Uh, episode 100, Susie Cake. It requires, it, it deserves cake, at Dan, least. Dan ate it. I ate it. Cody I, abstained. I abstained from these Susie Cakes. How do you not eat a, that's like you no know, cake on your birthday. Madeline told me, she said, you know, Dan's going to bring a Susie Cake. He really loves these cakes. And I said, I don't know why. It's a sugar cake. I'm like, delicious. why aren't we doing a pumpkin pie? Why aren't we doing a pumpkin pie, Hill? This deserves cake. A, a birthday, an anniversary, a any celebration, there should be at least cake or brownies. Cake's criminal. Cake's criminal. It's painful. I can't eat it. It's, I, it's, I, will, I have every plan of leaving it here, but I'll take it home. Please. If you make me, Please fine. take it home. Please. <laughs> you, you can share it with your mother. Thank you. Anyway, no, thanks oh, for bringing the cake, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude. It's, it's, a, it's a celebration. It celebration. Is. I don't know what I've done a hundred times. No, I mean, Dan and I were having this conversation and the thought that we've recorded this podcast a hundred times, uh, whether we're together in it or not, doesn't matter. But the fact yeah. we've been r- pretty consistent, uh, I think it's a testament to our uh, commitment. Commitment and wherewithal. To the Dan and Cody podcast. Yeah. We love doing this every week, and uh, we'll continue to do it as long as we feel like people are listening. So, mm-hmm. you know, we got one or two people listening. We're going to keep doing it. Yeah. In light of that, what's going to be happening 
the uh, between the nineteenth and the nineteenth of December. Dan, do you want to go into it because that really yeah. relates to getting giving reviews? Absolutely, absolutely, guys. We because it's Thanksgiving, we want to give thanks. We are giving away a pair of brand new studio over ear Regent all black headphones. So these are dope. These are the ones I use on the podcast. And because we have a relationship with studio, they've been kind enough to kind enough to donate us, uh, donate to us a pair. Uh, if you go ahead and you go on to iTunes Mm -hmm. and you leave us a review, Mm -hmm. you take a screenshot of that review. Yep. You then message it to us on either email, Dan and Cody podcast at gmail.com. Or any uh, of the other social media yeah. messengers. Send us a message on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, DM, whatever. And um, you are instantly in the pool for the free prize draw to win these headphones. We will ship them to you for free. They are yours. And that's that. Um, give, us your, give us your email in that so we can contact you. And then there will be a post on Facebook. With these, with the picture of these headphones in that 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 outlines the three things the you need to do. Right, the three things you need to do. So it's leave us a review, send us a screenshot, and then share the post on Facebook, and you are in. That's it. That's it. You're in the drawing. You could walk away with this set of headphones. We will be announcing a winner of those headphones on the. Uh, on our podcast, which will take place on the 20th of December. Yep. So that gives you basically a month, guys. Yep. So for those of you that have listened and you haven't gone on to iTunes and give us a review, please do that. Now, for those that have given us a, a review. Yes, yes. And that have listened to us. Dan, can they still be a part of this? Absolutely. How? You just send us a screenshot of the review you left us. And you're in. And share the post. So there's two things. Mm-hmm. Send a screenshot to us. Well, we want to see that you've done it, that you've taken the time. We've already, we already know you have, but we want to have you put in that little bit of work. Right. And then you go ahead and you share that on one of your social medias. Right. And guys. So the, make sure you send us that link because we want to be a part of that. Yeah. We want to give, give some shit back to you guys. We want you to experience these studio headphones. They're dope. The sound is great. These are my new official podcast headphones. And yeah, if you want, f- these are badass headphones. You can get them for free. No bullshit. We don't want, we don't, it's, we're just going to mail them to you. And one of the big benefits too, you go ahead and do that. We're going to read your review yeah. on our podcast at the end of the episode. That's what we do every week. Yep. So any new reviews, we go ahead and we read them online. So go ahead and do your review, get those studio headphones and be prepared. Yep. Dan, what do you got, man? What's what, new? What do you got? How are you? Well, you and I, we were uh, lucky enough to go over to uh, Justin and Chrissy's last night. So I married a movie geek. Uh, and we reviewed uh, Justice League. Dan and I went and saw Justice League on Thursday night. Oh, we sure did. It was, uh, it, what, listen to that here podcast. Are, yeah, hear our thoughts on that. We can't talk about it again. No. We can't. It's just too exhausting. No, you got to go to, so I married a movie geek for that one. Check it out. Listen we, to those. Listen to that beautiful couple. They did great work. Yep. Faux show. But, you know, we watched that movie. I got home last night. You know, I was like falling asleep in this car. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I walked in. I passed out. You were falling asleep in the Uber? Yeah, man. I was out. Oh, wow. Guy like, like almost 
do you know how there's my house, like you get on the 134 and mm-hmm. you have to veer all yeah, the way to the right, all yeah. the, almost immediately, guy didn't do it. Uh, so I like wake up and he's like going across three lanes to get over to that side. And I was like, what's happening? He's like, sorry, oh, I'm sorry about shit. that. Sorry about that, man. Sorry about that. Dude, it's scary when people fall asleep in the Uber. I don't know. You, he didn't fall asleep. I fell asleep. Right. But yeah, I, a lot of you don't know this, but every so often I Uber, I'm a driver. And when people fall asleep, I get scared. Why? Because I don't know what's going on with them. What do you mean what's going on? They're sleeping. They could be dead. Oh, come on, man. They, they could need their meds. I guess that's true. Or they could have like sleep so do you, so So do you feel that there should be an eye-opened requirement in all social... Like like Uber apps or Lyfts and all of these. I think you should try to program. you should try to stay awake. Really? Because things things could happen. You know, I could need you. You could need. Yeah, I could be like, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm running out of gas. Or like, uh, why would you pick somebody when you're running out of gas? Sometimes you don't have the opportunity to fill up. If you're on a pool, if you're doing Uber pool, they'll like they'll. They'll give you your next ride before you drop off the old one. So once you have an Uber pool, you're just locked in. Interesting. Yeah, that's how they get you. So then you're constantly like, no brakes for this asshole. Well, He's true. on Uber they just, pool. They want to keep you driving. Yeah, or, or you know, you think you can do it. You want to hit that button so that you get another You're fare. testing, your, you're, 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 you're trying your best and yeah. testing your... And then me and, my, me and my riders do the Thelma and Louise, like, handhold. Okay. And we're like, let's do it! <laughs> but, like... You're Brad Pitt and they're Thelma and Louise. A chick fell asleep in my car. In my car uh, she was hammered drunk. Okay. We got to her location, and I'm like... Ma'am, you're home. Yeah, I think it gets scared. I flick on the light. I don't want to touch her. No, don't ever touch her. No, right? So I just kind of lean back and kind of, like... Hit the brakes a little bit, give a little shake. And I was like, We're here. <laughs> We're here. You do like a soft, like. Yeah, I'm like, uh, Excuse me. Cause like they could wake up and stab me in the neck. Did she have a knife? Was she holding a knife? No. Oh. She could have one. I though. guess then that's a logical fear. She had a big purse. Yeah. yeah you, right. You're scary back there asleep. <laughs> people, a lot of people wake up real mean. Do they? <laughs> and okay. they just want to freak out. I get it. I so, get it. I get it. I so get you it. slept in the Uber, yeah. almost got home. And I was exhausted, man. I was like out of it. It was a long night. It was a long night. We went to a, a tree lighting. That's right. And uh, we uh, didn't watch it. We actually left so we could go eat dinner. Yeah, we skipped that lighting. We skipped the lighting. We drove over there and then <laughs> skipped the lighting. We had some lovely pizza at Chi-Chi's. A Chi-Chi's pizza in uh, Canyon Country. And I ate a piece of the leftovers, the crust. I bit the crust, and a piece of my crown just chipped off. And now I got to get a visit from the tooth, Larry. Ugh, the worst. The worst, man. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. Teeth people are terrible. It's just like 200 bucks. Yeah. I can't chew on a piece of crust. What are you going to do, man? I don't know, dude. Hello, Dank Odies. I am Joe Merle. I'm Phil. And we are those Movie Guys podcast here with your weekly movie recommendations. And Phil, this week I am going with 1996's Scream. 
the Wes Craven classic, the Drew Barrymore getting stabbed in the chest all over the place in the front of the movie. Uh, it's one that you absolutely have to see. It defined a generation. Everybody who was in that teen angsty late 1990s area of life, it is for you. And um, it is one that can absolutely not be missed. And Phil, what do you got for me this week? I went with the 1995's Home for the Holidays, uh, directed by Jodie Foster, Holly Hunter, Robert Downey Jr., Dylan McDermott. Um, it's a holiday movie. It's not uh, not a horror movie, not a horror holiday movie. It's just a regular holiday movie about family and what it's like to get together and just, you know, hate each other. And I think that's what we need right around this Thanksgiving time. Get together, hate each other, fucking spit in each other's face, but watch, watch the, the Lions. lions. <laughs> watch the Lions and absolutely love each other, man. So this week, definitely get out there, man. Check out Scream. Check out Home for the Holidays. And definitely go over and check out those Movie Guys podcasts because maybe they have something that will make you laugh. But for now, Dank Odies, we love you. Those Movie Guys, out. So I came across this interesting idea to clear heavily polluted cities of their smog. Okay. There's a company out there and they, 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 uh, they're working with Beijing in China. Cause if you ever go to any of these major, uh, metropolis cities in China, mm-hmm. just so you're aware, like the size of these cities are, I mean, they're bigger than anything in the United States. Right. Like, the big major provinces in China, we're talking like 25 million people live in these cities. 25 million people. Jesus Christ. So this, they literally have to have state requirements where they shut down factories and people can't drive so that all the smog and soot and all of the garbage in the air leaves the town. And then they have like their events. They have like breaks. They're like, guys, guys, we got to cool it. Seriously, we got chill on that. It's bad. It's it's terrible. It's terrible uh. to be in these places. So, this uh, individual came up with this machine, which is a which is it's the world's largest air air purifier. And what it does is it sucks in all the garbage in the air, and then what is what remains are these little condensed stones, gem like like gemstones, that they've taken all the garbage and gook in the air. And it's pressurized it into these little squares, and they're making jewelry out of them. Really? Yes. So, Garbage jewelry. Yes. So apparently, each stone is roughly the equivalent of the cleaning of a thousand cubic meters of air. So like three thousand cubic feet of uh, of air. Is that a lot? Uh, I don't think it's that much. So it's just dust particles, like just pressurized to, to shit. Essentially, yeah, it like sucks it in. They pressurize, they put all that gook together, and then they get these little uh, things, and they've been selling these little these pieces of jewelry. They turn into jewelry. It's basically like carbon, I imagine, is what it is. It's, I it's bet garbage. that is the snootiest shit to wear. Yeah, exactly. Then people are like, oh, what is that? And you're like, mm, well, it's, it's garbage from China, <laughs> actually. Yes, this necklace is comprised of a lot of the, the negative air in China. So I'm really helping with mm. this fashion. Yes, I'm, I'm paying. So <laughs> the interesting thing is these, these units are about probably 10 feet wide. Mm-hmm. And they're about 25 feet tall. They're huge. Yeah. And they require 
14,000 watts of sustainable energy, which is comparable to like a water boiler. So, like a hot plate? No, no, no. Like like a boiler that you heat like big buildings with. Like a beaker? With. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh. Like a boiler that you heat big buildings with, right? I got you. Yep. So they're having to power these things to be able to do this. So the problem, I think, with it is that you may not be actually helping the environment as much because you need a... a a large power source. It's a whole other industry. Yeah, it's well, <laughs> it, it, no, it's just kind of like, okay, so I have this air purifier that sucks in all the bad air, but it needs energy and power that actually produces that garbage to be able to do that. Right. So it needs... It's like a cat chasing his tail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they're looking at coming up with ways to add uh, uh, solar, solar panels to it to make it so that it works without... Isn't that the problem with today? What what just that just that whole scenario in general like there is so there are so many things that like that are offered to you as like good helpful helping saving this is great and then you peel back a couple layers and you find out that that organization that product that thing those people it that did company, just as much bad as what you were trying to fix yeah and and it just it's so disheartening is that a word yeah. It's so disheartening because here we are, like, we're being told that, that, that some sort of product is great, it's good for the environment, and then a month later you realize, oh, wait, yeah, the owner of that company hates Native Americans. Yeah, exactly. Or, or like, oh, that money is being funded. It's actually going to anti-gay rights. And you're like, God damn it. Damn you, Triple <laughs> Like, what can I do? What can I do that's 100% good? Yeah, you're not... I mean, there's always some gray in everything, right? Yeah, always. And, and it's kind of a... You know, you have to kind of accept the realities that... It's, it's gotten really bad, where, whereas like people say like, oh, yeah, don't donate to Red Cross. What? I thought Red Cross was good. Well, and a lot of these major like non-profit organizations... There's somebody getting, some fat cat at the top. Is Absolutely. And not just some one fat cat. You're probably dealing with a board of people. You're dealing with high upper management that are running these programs. And these programs do great work. Right. They do great work. They really do. They're helpful. They're vital to right. world, you know, uh, world growth. And But and in order for someone to operate it and keep it going, they need to be compensated. I get that. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like nothing is free. It's like unfortunately, ha- like you know. how much of a ten dollar donation to the Red Cross goes to the actual absolutely effort. Yeah, and that's what that's what people want to know, and it's information that either they can't provide or it's there's like you know seven out of your ten bucks. Yeah, is going to like absolutely J- Jimmy's salary. <laughs> But yeah. I mean, I, I once saw I once saw a video of this dude in China that just had a vacuum, a portable vacuum, and he was just holding it up, and it was just sucking in the air. It's bad, man. And he was just walking around with it for a couple hours. They cocked, they opened up the vacuum, and it was just just fucked. It's garbage, man. And the fact that these people breathe this every single day, ugh, I can only imagine. Ugh, it's terrible. It's bad. It's coming for us, man. Yeah, with this chump. This chump. This stupid chump. Anyway, you know, the Paris Agreements, I know I don't, I don't mean to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up. Do it. So the Paris Agreements were not signed by two countries. 
Syria in the United States. Did you see this headline? And isn't it like Nicaragua too? No, no. It's everybody but the United States and Syria. Well, Syria has just now signed on to it. Have they? We're the only country. <laughs> We're the only country. I, I guess it's maybe modernized country or or some kind of, you know. What a piece of shit. Anyway, whatever. I mean, that's a, I didn't read the article, so it's hard for me to... I guess I shouldn't be preaching about something that I don't really fully know. Speaking of this chump, let's jump straight into the true crime. It's 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 complicated. It's a complicated crime. It involves a few people, three of which are on the UCLA basketball team. Oh, yeah, we've got uh, Lavar Ball's boy, uh. Leangelo or something. Yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, Leangelo Ball and uh, and two other players. They went to China with UCLA as like a promotional sort of tour thing. And these punk kids, they steal sunglasses. I thought they stole more than just sunglasses, though. Did really? They steal other things? I heard that they stole sunglasses and it's, like it's trivial. Okay, it's it's sort of like it's like you don't need to steal that shit. I would never steal anything. Ever, no. I don't steal things. I go into I go into places like Ralph's <laughs> grocery store. I buy pineapples and other fruits. Right. I never steal things like gift bags that are required. Ever. Ever. And you definitely don't do it yesterday. And I would never <laughs> steal pink gift bags with pink glitter on them. Never. Never. Anyway. Anyway, they here's what they stole. I, I well, fuck it. It doesn't matter. So they stole something. They stole some minor shit okay. from China. They got caught. Yeah. They got held in yeah. China. The team had to leave. The team left them there. And they were in this like swanky hotel, just yeah. sort of sort of waiting it out. For for those of you that don't know, China don't play. And China definitely don't play with people coming into their country breaking the law. They try to make an example out of you. Absolutely. So in China, this shit was could have gotten these boys up to 10 years in prison in China. Don't be stealing sunglasses. Yet. Don't be stealing fucking sunglasses. Well, here's the thing. They, give or take, Trump had a, a part in getting them released from prison. Well, not from prison, but released back to the United States with no real repercussions. Okay. Um... The, the, the kids, they're, they're suspended indefinitely by UCLA uh, Sports. Uh, they, they had a press conference, all three of them together, where they all uh, thanked Mr. Trump for, his, um, for, for his, his participation in helping them be free, get free or whatever. Now, the Ball family, if you don't follow sports at all, um, LeVar Ball is like, the dance mom of, of of professional sports at this definitely, at this point in definitely. time. He just talks garbage all day long. Yeah, he is like he is total overbearing. He's like he's like Tiger Woods' dad, like times infinity. Yeah, yeah. he's a hard nose. He talks a lot of shit. He's like my son, my son, uh, 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 uh Leangelo and Lavar. Uh, they they gonna go to the top. My boy don't lose two games in a week. You know, he just says shit. He says, he's like those gurus that you were talking those psychic people where like you say a volume, a high volume of things 
you think some of them, some of them won't come true. Half of them will stick. And then you hang on the ones that stick. And you're like, I told you, I fucking told you, I told you. So this guy's a piece of shit. They have fucking, they have a, a reality show. There's just all, they got the, this brand called Big Baller Brand with these terrible shoes. The, his kid in the NBA now on the Lakers is all right. Right. He's, Lonzo's good, man. He, yeah. He's going to be fine. He, he'll be a he'll be a premier player, right? Uh, you know, and he's got his two young boys, his middle boy, but apparently his youngest son is the really the real it's talent. the real deal. And yeah. uh, but he's got like the crazy thing about this kid is he's got like three or four million followers on Instagram. Really? And so he doesn't like he's taking him out of public school. Wow! It's all about like just playing basketball now, right? And. Uh, you know, it's pretty crazy. It's, he, he got a Lamborghini. Really? Yeah, he got a Lamborghini as his I mean, first car. That and and I'm not I'm not even sure if what the crime in this true crime is, but there are, there's a couple in here. So we got the one crime: these kids stole. These yes. kids stole in international waters. What do you think of that, Cody? I mean, you don't you don't go to countries and you don't steal things yeah, you, and expect not to have like like you're not in America first of all. No. And even when you're in America, don't fucking steal these kinds of things, man. Don't steal. Period. Yeah. I'm gonna say don't steal, even though I've never in my life stolen anything that is at a Ralph's or anything <laughs> like that within the last 48 hours. I think we've all stolen. At some point in time, I stole some bubble gum when I was a kid. When you were a kid, you go and you put your hand in those candy. They used to have those open candies. Mm-hmm. You go and you grab those and you eat a couple candies and you you'd scoot away. Yeah, I've stolen like some salt and pepper shakers. Very nice. I've done, you know. Bowling shoes. <laughs> uh, street signs. Street signs. That sort of shit. Yeah. But like, I'm a, you're a kid, you're a kid. But like you said, yes, you don't, you don't fly to a different country and break the law. That is... That is a uh, a character flaw, a faux pas, if you will. Yeah, that uh, that's a big red flag that you are like you just don't get it. You yeah, know, absolutely. So so that's the first crime. Here's the second crime. The second crime is Donald Trump ass basically Levar Ball, the the father of these kids of one of the kids who stole, was asked what he thought about Donald Trump helping get his kid out of, out of trouble. And LeVar, he responded, who? And he said, what was he over there for? Don't tell me nothing. Everybody wants to make it seem like he helped me out. So, like, here's this dad, this, this uh, overbearing <laughs> soccer dad, freaking, yes. like, just, just he, he, he also cannot accept help or or uh, or, or or share uh, praise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he 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 will not say thank you to Trump. And now here's the second part of this true crime is that Trump then tweets this. Have you seen this? Yes. He here's the tweet. I'm going to read this for you. From from our fucking president of the United States. <laughs> he says now that the three basketball players are out of China and saved for years in jail, LeVar Ball, the father of Leangelo, is unaccepting of what I did for his son, and that shoplifting is no big deal. I should have left them in jail. Are you kidding me? Are you out of your mind, Donald? <laughs> you are the president, and you... 
like I, I tweeted this today. My mother told me when I was a kid, do not do good deeds with 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 an with a with an expectation of being thanked for it. Yeah. You, you do a good deed because you want to do a good deed. This motherfucker, the president of the United States, is requesting praise and love for something he's done that's so great. Yeah. So amazing. Donald, if you want to be loved and praised, then why don't you stop being an asshole? <laughs> like, be nice. Yeah. Be genuinely nice and good to people. Yeah. Don't say you should have been thrown back in fucking China jail. <laughs> he's, uh, you know, he's... Oh, it's a crime. He's, uh, he's got his own way of doing things. We are all criminals, because that guy is the president right now. <laughs> we have done something wrong, and we need to be punished. Yeah. Like, you, you shouldn't be allowed to say that. Like, the president of the United States just said... That's what makes America great. I should have gotten your ass thrown back in jail. That's what makes America great again, because oh, you right. can't say those kinds of things. Right. Now, do I think the president of the United States should uh, speak with that kind of tone? And deliver those kinds of message, messages? Absolutely not. Uh, to expect people to kind of bow to you because of what you're willing to do for them is nonsense. He's a public servant. Yeah. He shouldn't be expecting any of that. That's his job, in yeah. my opinion. So maybe his job isn't necessarily uh, meant to defend kids in another country, but they're Americans, and they were stupid, and they're yeah. dumb kids. Like, you know, I'm do and, what you do. And you know? dude, I'm sure that a lot of the, a lot of these like discussions and, 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 and letters and, and statements, I'm sure there's a lot of templates in, in the president's office. There's got to be an old file cabinet that somebody pulls out and it's templates for these situations. Get, get people back from other countries. <laughs> and just sign it, Donald Trump. Hello, please, please. Statements to make. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Please get Billy and John and Joel back into the U.S. Thank you very much from the president. Like, I'm sure that's all he did. Yep. That's it. And now he wants a thanks. Thanks, Don. Well, you know. It's bullshit. Yeah, it's well. It's total bullshit. We're not going to get bogged down in Donald Trump in episode 100, Dan. No, we're not. But what did we do? It's a crime. It is a crime. That's this week's true, true crime. crime. Yo, K-Bone. Yeah, buddy, what's going on? What's up, K-Dog? I'm just ready to go whenever you're ready to go. You ready to rock? You yeah. got it all with you? Yeah, I think so. I got phone. phone? Phone, phone, check. Wallet? Wallet, check. Keys? Keys, check, yep. Glasses? Glasses, yep, wearing them. Headphones? What? You got your headphones? Why would I need my headphones, man? Dude. Are we, are we recording a podcast? We might. What do you mean? We might listen to a podcast. You might record one. You need this stuff. So you're telling me that there's a headphone out there that I can accessorize my style with? That's it, man. Like it could be like a pearl necklace. Like like you match your shoes, you match your headphones now. What? Yeah. This shit is on fleek. I don't know, man. I only like things that are of Scandinavian design. Well, this is perfect, then. You're telling me that I can find these? What are we talking about here? From the lands of beautiful Sweden. What? Yeah. What is it? Studio headphones, bro. Studio headphones. Oh my god, I think I see it. Is that that black necklace you're wearing? No, this is not a necklace. Oh my god, those are the headphones. But it's like a necklace. Oh, like, dude. Like, I don't even gotta hear sound out of these. How do I get them? 
You just go to our promo code link in our in our show notes. Oh, okay, yeah, I've been there before, so I click that, and then do I get any discount or anything like that? Of course, you get a discount. How? Type in D and K, and then I get what? Like I get them for free? You don't get one percent. You don't get two percent. You don't get ten percent. You get fifteen percent off. Fifteen percent. Free shipping too, bro. StudioSweden.com. Check them out. Get those headphones. Accessorize them with all your pretty clothes. Check them out while they're hot. And they sound good too. Dan. Cody. So we have gone ahead and you made a request for people to ask us questions. I sure did. Uh, We got a lot of good responses. We got a lot of good questions apparently, right? Yes. So tackle some? I think we should. I think we should get into a few of them. I don't know if we'll get to everybody's questions. But we'll definitely uh, we'll definitely jump into a couple of these, sure, and uh, see what happens here. Let's get after it. Let's do it. So from so I married a movie geek, Justin Chrissy. Yeah, we just saw you last night. Just saw you last night. Thought we'd answer your question. They ask if you two were married in an alternate universe, what would be the most annoying thing about the other that would have you considering divorce? Hmm, interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, it is. Uh, who wants to go first here? Uh, I mean, I'll take a stab at okay, it. Okay, sure, stab me. I would say at the, off the top, it would be your unwillingness to eat cake during a celebration. That's a cop-out move, man. That's a cop-out <laughs> move. That's a cop-out move. <laughs> or, or I, we, I'm, I bet we'd have a conversation like, Cody, you're never here. You're never around. You take these vacations. You go. You, I never see you. You're constantly working. Okay. You know, that's, uh, that's, maybe that's mine. Yeah. Maybe that's yours. I'm going to go with uh, Dan's t-shirt obsession. <laughs> a man only needs like five or six t-shirts. Dan has like 150 t-shirts. So many T's. It's so many T's. <laughs> I would, if I had to marry Dan in an alternate universe, I would just be like, honey, <laughs> <laughs> we got to clean this closet out. And we're getting rid of all of these T's. All of them. I'm like, no, these are my T's. And then we'd look at each other in each other's eyes and say, I love you, but we need to make this work. <laughs> What's more important, the T-shirts or me? You'd make me choose? You're damn right I would. Oh, my God. This is over. <laughs> it's all universe. It's just not going to work. Oh I need my T's. <laughs> um, let's do... This is interesting. From BJ Robbins of the Smugcast. What's up, boys? Smugcast boys. They say, what other names, if any, did you have for the Dan and Cody podcast? Mm, interesting. What did you, you have, Dan? I've, I vaguely remember this. It was We recorded episode one. We didn't have a name. And then we did episode two in my little com, common area in Van Nuys, mm-hmm. where you went to Vegas and I did the Tough Mudder. And we, a lot, I think a lot of that podcast went into the, the theme song and we're like, what do we call it? Hmm. And that's where we did saddle up partner. And you're like the Dan and Cody podcast. That's from that day. Okay. But dude, I don't know. I was thinking, I was thinking it would be a name, like not our names. 
Well, originally, no. originally, Dan's probably going to assume this, but originally, my thought was that, uh, and he's probably thinking that I'm going to say something like, "Oh, it should have been the Cody and Dan podcast." <laughs> but really, what it should, what originally in my head it should have been, the Cody podcast featuring Dan Hill <laughs> periodically. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, the egos of two men battling it out one at a time. I don't know. I would think of something like uh, Blatant Disregard. Hmm. That'd be a cool name for a podcast. That's good. I like that, Blatant Disregard. Yeah. Yeah. That's in our bio. Yeah. It's like, with respect, love, and Blatant Disregard. Yeah, that's good. Blatant Disregard's a good one. It's a good title. Yeah. You go ahead and use that, BJ Robbins Smugcast. Welcome to Blatant Disregard. I'm your host. Cody. I'm your host, Cody, and uh, I feature Dan Hill periodically. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for the question, BJ Robbins Podcast. Let's see. What's next? You want to do, oh, Dish Gods. This is an interesting question. So the question here is, after 100 episodes, what is the most intimate thing you know about each other? Uh, that's an interesting question. Hmm. What is the most interesting? What's the most intimate thing I know about Dan? Yeah, define intimate without being sexual. Well, it doesn't have intimate. Doesn't have to be sexual. It's just from like a a friend's standpoint. Like, what's the the? the I mean, I mean, I I know you love your wife. I know you're you're a family guy. You know. Yeah. I know. I know the code to get into your apartment building. <laughs> I know the code to get into your building when I call my wife and ask her what it is. Because mm. I never remember. <laughs> you don't? You <laughs> That's still absolutely know? true. To this day? To, I mean, I don't. I think I know it at this point. I got you. I got yours down now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to answer this truthfully. Yeah, like, honestly, I, I don't know. Like... I couldn't. I couldn't answer. I want to answer that question with some, some like knowledgeable statement about Dan Hill. I know. I know that you are passionate about uh, being creative. Yeah. You know, like there has to be with Cody. There needs to be a a yes and what else? How can we build on it? Yeah. You know, it can't just be let's do this and that is this. It's got to be. We have to stretch it and and build it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, and and like the podcast is great, but it needs. But I know that Cody needs to do to to like to to go places with it and play with the world. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I think that's you fair. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, in regards to intimacy with Dan, <laughs> it just uh, sounds so weird. You know. I, I, I honestly, I can't, I don't know if I can answer that. I, and if I did want to answer it, I wouldn't answer it because it's intimate. The secret is between us. I make love to pizza. Yeah. Dan is terrible to his body, even though he tries to be good to it. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay Johnson. Lindsay Johnson. How you doing, Lindsay? If someone walked up to you and said they were thinking about starting a podcast, what's the piece of advice you'd give them? Don't expect to make money, mm. ever. If you're going to do it, do it because you love it. It's just like anything else. 
do what you want mm-hmm. because you love it, not because you see a dollar sign at the end of it. Some people are driven and motivated by money, and that's actually good for them. But I would say for the most, peop- for the most part, if you want to do something, most people have to love what they're doing to stick with it and yeah. to be able to like, see it through. You need to be able to say you really enjoy doing it outside of any financial benefit or anything else that you receive from it. Yeah, I agree with that. All the, any pro athlete or, or artist or music recorder or, or painter, it all stems from they're good because they love it so much. They love it so much and they have such an obsession with it, I would say. Like Dan, Dan is the, the most obsessed person with podcasting I've ever met in my life. <laughs> Me, you know, eh, whatever. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I enjoy doing it with Dan and that's why I continue doing it. But it's definitely one of those things where I think if you don't have a passion or a desire for it, you're not going to keep doing it. So just to have a passion and a desire for something, whether it's podcasting, building stick houses or Legos, have a passion for something and do it. Yeah. I would say they're thinking about starting a podcast. The best advice I would give them. I would say be prepared to, to if, if you want people to listen, be prepared to sling that thing all the time. Like whether it be via social media, whether it be, and by social media, I don't mean just posting like, Hey, new episode. That's not, that's not going to work. Like actually be social, like meet, meet other folks, like get in there and really brush elbows and, and, and get knowledge from different, different people and, uh, and, and, and utilize it. Don't copy, but you know, yeah, utilize it. Take it, take it, dissect it, utilize it, and and uh, yeah, just be prepared to to really, really hustle with 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 the social and be uh, you know make it your own, make it your own. Yeah, make it your own. Be passionate about what you about what you what, what your topic is, or if it's no topic, double down. On, double down on, on how it. passionate you are on nothing. Yeah, we have no we have no fucking format. I guess I mean our I mean for, at this point there's no format. Our format's no format, but we do have kind of a format, and that's kind of, we've kind of, you know, built it up on our own, I guess. I don't know what that means, but you're listening, so thank you. (laughs) Oh, I like this one. What do we got? From Screen Addicts. What's up, guys? Hey, guys. From, from, they ask, from 1 to 100, was there ever a point at which you guys were saying to each other, I'm done, I don't feel like doing this show anymore? Uh, I actually... I was telling Dan, I think a while back, I think when we were around, when I was playing the joke, like between zero and 40. When you're like 40, I'm done. 40, I'm done. A real part of me was actually serious. Really? And I was like seriously <laughs> like thinking like, eh, I'm kind of like over it. I get it. We've been doing it for a while. Right. But, you know, the, the one of the things you kind of come across these walls, I think periodically where you're just like, okay, we got this this week. We got this this week. But... Honestly, it comes back to that last question where if you want to succeed in anything and whether you know what that success looks like, because you never do, you know, sticking with something that you enjoy doing is the best way to go. Yeah. So, yeah, but I would say, yes, there was a period of time where I was like, okay, I can, I like Dan. I like spending time with him. I can do that without having to do the podcast. Yeah. I, I don't think there's ever a time where I'm like, this is done. I'm done. 
Never. Dan's a better man than me? Never wavering. Unwavering faith. And he would never, ever go into a Rouse and steal a gift pink bag. Absolutely not. Never would do that. In fact, I condone anyone who does that. He does condone it, actually. (laughs) He is speechless after somebody does something like that in front of him. Um, Karma from Second Union. Hey, what's up? We have to do this one. She has two. And I met her at Comic-Con. Okay. So you're awesome. We traded stickers. Cool. She says, it's a two-parter, what's the best quality of the other person of this podcast? Oh, man. I mean, I think for Dan, that's an easy one. He's just, he's just, uh, sticks to it. I mean, his uh, resolve is there, and he's going, going, going all the time, thinking about it all the time. And I absolutely love that about him because it's just like I'm pretty absent-minded, and I'm very surprised that he's able to just stay that focused on something all the time. Thanks, buddy. That's it. My best quality about Cody, I would say, is your preparedness. Or ability to fake as if you are prepared for every episode. Oh, thank you very much. You 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 always have topics that are thought provoking. Oh, very nice. Whether it be science or someone getting put through a wood chipper. Yep. Okay. You, you know your stuff. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And it's Karma's birthday. So oh, happy Karma. birthday! Happy birthday, Karma! Can you too? Oh, oh boy. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Carmela. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Karma. Happy birthday. Here's a here's a funny one. Steve Turner, One Way Productions. Jesus. (laughs) These guys. He says, I pose a question for you on your 100th. What is your stance on locker room etiquette? Am I alone in my opinion that too many guys out there are unnecessarily hanging dong? If you have a towel, cover up. Well, Steve, I actually have to propose a question to you. When you go into these gyms, is it necessary that you have to be there to even shower? Yeah, why are you looking at dongs? And what are you doing there that requires that you bring another set of clothing? Here's my question. Do you live so far away from your house and the gym that you have to shower there? Well, I'll defend this. I'll defend this a little bit because I was doing this for a minute. Like I was waking up when I lived in Van Nuys. I was waking up in the morning, um, going to the gym in gym clothes. Okay. And then showering there, driving straight to work. So like. Okay. It was part of the, it was part of like the daily routine. I'd wake up, boom. Go to the gym, finish the gym, shower, drive, driving straight on. Yeah, yeah. So in that sense, I needed it. I had to shower there. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have no time. And then I was doing a routine where I would leave for lunch, run, quick shower, go back to and work. And then go back. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I guess those are, those, are, those are valid reasons. So in regards to the hanging dog scenario, if this is the case, <laughs> here's the thing. I've never met a person... Or a man, when you bring up this conversation, mm-hmm. that says, "Oh, I just hang it out all the time." Dude, so, it's, it's old people. It's it's not old. It's not just old people, but these are like social pariahs. Like these are people that don't fit in with society. Yeah, 
And so they naturally do things that aren't uh, common. You yeah. know, they do things that aren't etiquettely proper. Right? I agree. I agree with that. Their etiquette, they lack in any any real etiquette. These are probably the same people that put their elbows up on the table when they eat, mm-hmm. and they uh, spit. They spit. They just spit in public. Yeah, these are the, these are public urinators. These are bad people. <laughs> I, I and I will say when I do see someone in the in a gym locker room and they are just like butt naked, just fucking around in there, like not even not no hustle. You know, no like, no no sense of covering up. They're either like super old, and and they just don't care. Yeah. I don't I don't understand when you get to that point. Do you just if you're like sixty, do you just start not giving a fuck? You just give up. And you're like, I don't care if you see my micro penis. It doesn't matter. It's done. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. But yeah, the etiquette is if you're gonna be naked, hustle. Yeah. Like, you know, have a have your towel. When I would change, I did the towel. I did I I would put a towel on around my waist and slide my undies out off. Absolutely. From under. So you no do one it from had to under? see my dick. And then when you put on, on and when you put on underwear, you put it underneath. Yeah, you pull you it up. Throw it on with it's the your, towel. It's on. your it's your man dress. Yeah. That's how you did it in in the dorms. When you, <coughs> did you ever live in the dorms? Oh yeah. Yeah, when you but I had we had private showers. Really? Yeah, we, our well, dorms I mean, are, our dorms were broken down where we had like two be, two uh, two people be in one room, two people be in another, and then they have a connecting room and they share a bathroom. Right, right, right. But then you you get into your room if your roommate's in there. I do the same move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was changing the bathroom. Like, why would I? Uh, yeah. Hey, man, what's up? My dick's here. <laughs> Sorry, you're making stovetop again. No big deal. No big deal. Hey, yeah. can you fire me up some Easy Mac, too? What's up, bro? Thanks. <laughs> Pull that foreman out. Let's cook some bacon. Let's do this shit. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, protect your dong. <clears throat> Watch out. And you want to know what? Protecting yourself is important, yes. which leads us to this week's champion, champion of, of the week. week. The champion of the week. Yeah. You've got a champion. I got a champion. This man has been through hell and back. Uh, so apparently, this hunter in Colorado was attacked by a grizzly bear. And while the grizzly bear was attacking, he was unconscious. Then he came to, and the grizzly bear was over the top of him. And he he looked to this he looked to the side like out of his peripheral, mm-hmm. and to the side of him was his nose and mustache. <gasps> this bear his had whole ripped his face off basically, and so he's looking over there and he's got like blood in his eyes and the bears over the top. He can he can feel he the, just swatted his face. Yeah, off. swatted his face like he's unconscious and the dead bear kind of like threw him around right. Yeah, and the bear's like over the top of him and he's like sniffing him and he can feel all this happen. And he, like, realized at that moment, like, the situation he was in. And he went down, and he grabbed a knife that was up on the side of his leg or something like that. Mm-hmm. He pulls it up, and he just starts stabbing this grizzly bear in the head with his knife. Holy shit. Yeah, man. So this attack happened in Wyoming. Uh, it, it happened in early of October of 2016, some 1,900 miles away from where this guy grew up in Pennsylvania. Like he's from, he's from Pennsylvania, Damn. and he was out there hunting with his brother-in-law, 
uh, and they were out on an elk, elk hunting trip. And then any, anyway, a good portion of his face is now gone. Well, what's interesting about this, aside from the fact that he was able to survive this, he is now getting a face transplant. What? So what they're, they're, re- they're reconstructing his whole face. So he, over the last, you know, he was, he was actually, after the accident happened, uh-huh. they put him in a coma because it was so intense that he was in, a, he was in an induced coma. Because he just didn't have a, didn't a have nose. A face. Yeah, didn't have a, and actually, if you look at pictures of him now, he is, uh, he has no nose. You, he still got his mouth. His eyes are there. What's his name? Uh, his name is, I'm sorry, his name is Lee Brook. L-E-E-B-R-O-O-K-E. Anyway, so what they're doing is they're taking parts of bone and cartilage from other parts in his body, and they're rebuilding a nose for him, uh, and a whole like like you know they're basically rebuilding his face. It's pretty crazy. But oh uh, wow, there is also a Lee Brook porn star. Oh well, that's good. <laughs> this is a very different person. I, I, FYI, I, when you're googling, just a, just a note. So so the so just a little fact while you're looking at this. Uh, they'll pl- they'll take different parts of a uh, body, including his ribs. They'll take different parts of cartilage from parts of. They'll take different. They'll take cartilage from different parts of his body, uh, including his ribs and his ears, to build his nose, his nostrils. Wow! Uh, so they're able to rebuild that and his upper lip. But you know, the guy's sixty-one years old. He says he still loves hunting. He isn't afraid, and he is currently unable to work. But. Uh, he is forever grateful for modern medicine because, you know. Yeah, you, you can't work with a face like that. No, man, it's it's a bit uh, traumatic just to see. But, you know, yeah, Lee you Brook, gotta... Lee Brook, champion, man. Champion, Champion bro. of the week because he was able to take on a bear. Dude. And not just any bear, a fucking grizzly bear. He stabbed him in the head And his, 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 his brother-in-law comes across and he finds him because he's out in the woods for hours. His brother finds him. Picks up whatever remaining pieces of his face exist, carries him out of the woods, takes him to the hospital. Crazy. Crazy stuff. They end up life flighting him to Denver. Dude, if you... I mean, you can't stab bears in the face without knowing in your heart that you're a fucking champion. Absolutely. And that's why Lee Brook is Dan and Cody's episode 100 champion Champion of of the the week. week. People Magazine, they do this from time to time. They, they, I can't even say it without laughing. They have decided the sexiest man alive is Blake Shelton. And I said, if by sexy, they mean historically freaking average and regular, then yes, he is the sexiest man alive. Do you agree with this? Do you think he's sexy? I- from a man to man, he's an attractive man. He's not an ugly guy, man. Yeah, I, 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 I would say that he is, you know, I, I, I wouldn't put him. I mean, sexy is a thing. Like, if you're a woman and you see Blake Shelton, do you, do you immediately think, like, sexy? Like, is there a sexual feeling? Honestly, he looks like a, a buddy of mine. I think when I think of sexy, I think, <clears throat> I think that means, like, Somebody like desperately wants to have sex with you. That's sexy, you know. 
Like is like, sexy sexual? Yeah. Like you, you think so? Like being sexy to me means that you uh you 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 give out an energy of like I need to be in bed with you. You know? Okay. So like if if I say, "Oh yeah, they're sexy." Like uh, Yeah, you're right. I'm, I actually I'm trying to do it. I actually think CeeLo Green has more sexual energy. Yeah. Than Blake Shelton. He really does. I mean, with the gold suits and the chains and like the high voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, I'm making crazy. <laughs> and you're immediately like, I mean. Who do you, who do you, who do you think you are? Yeah, exactly. Like, and Blake Shelton's like, hey there, boys, we're going down to town. Yeah, it's not. I don't even know a Blake Shelton song. Okay. It's just not sexy. I wouldn't call it sexy. I wouldn't call it sexy. I don't think sexy is the right word. He's the most. Not ugly man alive, maybe. It's kind of like you'd never claim Taylor Swift is the sexiest woman alive. No. You wouldn't. Taylor Swift is a cute woman. Yeah. She's a pretty woman. She's she's symmetrically sound. Yeah, she's symmetrically sound, but I mean honestly, like if I'm to imagine to having sex with Taylor Swift, I might as well just imagine having sex with my door yeah. because it's gonna have <laughs> I'd actually say that having sex with my my front door Probably actually, it, it it shows more emotion than Taylor Swift. Yeah, would. sure. And it's not going to talk back and say some terrible shit about right. me in a tweet or write a song about me. Yeah, and be like, "Sorry, the old Taylor's dead." She has a fucking attitude problem. Hey, she doesn't. She needs an adjustment. She may, She writes some real catchy tunes. Does she I, write them? Yeah, I think she writes the songs. I don't know if she does the music though. Maybe she does. Well, with. With Shelton, there was a lot of blowback on on the on the, in the on the interwebs about like bullshit. He's not sexy. He's the worst. He's a terrible human being. And like then the outcry then was why is everyone attacking Blake Shelton? He didn't ask for this, but I beg to ask the question: Did he? Did he? Like, can't you like? <coughs> could you? Is it out of the realm of possibility that Blake's publicist and, and people like tried to sort of campaign for this? So this is this is People magazine, right? Yeah. Huh. And the other thing is like I was saying earlier with like there's never anything a hundred percent good or bad. Yeah. Like someone like this gets an award and then someone immediately like checks their Twitter. Yes. And did you hear about all the bullshit? So his Twitter is like, there's some racist ass tweets he's got that he's written. Yeah. Here's something interesting about uh, People Magazine to kind of follow up to what you were saying. Did you know that People Magazine is owned by Time Inc., which makes Time Magazine? Mm -hmm. Did you know that Time Magazine is actually owned by uh, Time Warner? Interesting. And Time Warner owns HBO. TBS, Warner Brothers. Huh? Uh, so they own a lot of these other companies. So Do they own the network of The Voice? They don't own NBC. NBC is actually owned by Comcast, NBC Universal. However, you know, I can't imagine you're too many steps away from like being owned by those brands, right? Right. So or being affiliated enough to where you can be like, hey, is it cool if we like not have Adam from Maroon 5, the sexiest man alive this year? Can we do Blake? Is that cool? Yeah, can we do Shelton just to mix things up? Because, you know, he, like Adam Levine is like a billion times sexier. Yes. 
way sexier voice. And that's why Adam Levine and, has Adam Levine been sexiest man. Alive? I'm sure. I'm sure. I am totally sure. But I mean, I can think of five dudes off the top of my head that are way more sexier than Blake Shelton. Okay. Out and should I do that right now for you? Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely, please. Here, here are five people way more sexier than Blake Shelton. One, we all knew it was coming. Dwayne Johnson. Oh my God, no! He's way sexier than Blake. If you Shelton. say no, Dan, he's up there. No, he's not. Dwayne, sexy. He's a sexy. Are man. you kidding me? Okay, all right. I'm no, no, saying no, 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 no. I am mad right now. This isn't. You're gonna say Vin Diesel next? No, I won't. I know I wasn't. Dwayne, Dwayne's an attractive man. That smile. No, he's not. Those muscles. Yeah, the fanny pack and black turtleneck shirt. Swag, like people yep. want a fanny pack, black turtleneck shirt. That was in the nineties. That was that dude. Sexy has to be universal from time. He wants t- people want to get in that business. Nobody wants to get in that business, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I li- you know what? I appreciate the wrong, but you're absolutely wrong. You don't think here. there's an ounce of sexiness? Maybe there's an ounce. Maybe he's like a fine spice that nobody ever wants to pay for because it's too expensive to take off of the shelf. So you, so you think Shelton's sexier than Dwayne? I think Shelton is much more attainable and it's much more realistic. <laughs> he's more of a person, whereas Dwayne Johnson is like a, this, like, he's the, like the name The Rock. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of fits him, right? People want him. Nobody wants him. I don't People see. Want I don't see like women fawning for. Oh no, not the Rock. No. Oh, I need <laughs> to have Dwayne Johnson touch me. Like it doesn't work that way. Okay. Anyway, well, I'm saying Dwayne. Sure you are. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. I'll give you. He's pretty. That's a sexy human being. He is a good looking guy. And uh, maybe I can't do. He's a little dirty. five. Come on, Momoa. How about? How about uh? Oh, oh, that that young fellow from Baywatch, Zac Efron. Okay, he's a sexy guy. Sure, yeah, he's a sexy guy. Okay, um, let's do Tyrese. Oh my God, let's go Tyrese. <laughs> Can I just like this is Dan's top five sexy guys. Everybody from Fast and the Furious yeah, 7. Yeah, the, the cast of Fast and this Furious. This is insane, Dan. Um, and let's do uh, Idris Elba. Yes. He's a sexy man. Idris Elba's a sexy man. Chris Hemsworth's a sexy man. Oh, Adam yeah. Levine's a sexy man. Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt's a sexy man. Like, dude, we, I, could go, I could go for hours on a billion people that are more sexy than Blake Shelton, but I'm not going to do that to you, and I'm not going to do that to our listeners. No. Okay. Denzel Washington's a sexy man. Ryan Reynolds. Channing Tatum. Ugh, gross. So sexy. C. Tate's. What is up with you in these like weirdly like I don't know, man. There's something weird, Dan. There's something weird with you and these like these types of dudes. Gyllenhaal? Do you realize that Channing Tatum? No, not Gyllenhaal because to be honest, you can't be considered the sexiest man alive if your first name's Maggie, okay? Maggie? His name's Maggie? Maggie Gyllenhaal? Oh, Jake. Saying Jake. They're the same person. You think so? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. They're the exact same person. Uh, you, you do have a thing for bald, like, terribly, like, buffed out men. 
You like these bald, terribly buffed out men. Have you been looking in the mirror? I'm, I mean, I, I'm not saying I'm not sexy. <laughs> uh, my top three sexy men. Uh, Dan Hill? This is, this is, this is uh, me as Dan. Oh, my uh, three top sexy men are number three. It's going to be uh, Channing Tatum and that, uh, that really short haircut of his. <laughs> and then uh, there's Vin Diesel and that uh, amazing... Amazing short haircut, short haircut of his, and then there's of course Dwayne the Rock Johnson because uh, he's got the rock and he's got a Johnson and uh, that short haircut, <laughs> dude. These guys are jacked. I admire, I admire the 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 work ethic and their faces. I'm gonna have nightmares. Thank you. You yeah, you got it. All right. Anyway, Shelton, you do not have my vote. Sexiest man. You don't life. have my vote at all. Yeah, sorry, Blake. You seem like a nice guy. I'd probably have a beer with you. What were you? What were you thinking, people? Yeah, what were you thinking, people of time of Time Warner? So we've been at a hundred episodes. That's it, man. We're here. We're here. We're at the peak. At this point, we've plateaued. We're looking forward to doing another hundred more of the Dan and Cody podcast. Fuck yeah! I want to thank Dan. I want to thank Jenny, Dan's wife, and Moxie mm. for taking the time out and I want to thank my wife because us doing this podcast every week is at times an inconvenience to our wives. Yes. And we want to thank them for being so awesome. Thank you too for cooking dinners, and watching the babes, spending time with us, hanging out with us and being a part of the podcast. Cause you guys are just as much of a pod, part of the podcast. And we want to thank Michael tab, our producer extraordinaire. Yep. Maker, creator of the Dan and Cody podcast. Without him, we would just be Dan and Cody, no podcast. We could just, we would just be talking. Yeah, we would. So it would not be recorded. Th- and and he makes it. He adds that professional level to us that uh, comes through each week. So, Michael, you're a rock star. Thank we you, Michael. Fucking love you. And thank you guys for listening to the Dan and Cody podcast, episode 100, yeah. Centurions. Thank you, fans. You guys are awesome. You, you listen every week. You brighten our days. You, you, you tweet at us. You hit us up on IG and Facebook, and it's uh, it's really fun to uh, to keep the conversation going past the podcast. It's been awesome, and all all the other podcasts out there that hit us up and tweet us and and uh, and listen and and play with us. We thank you. We love you. You're a good bunch, and thank you, Cody. Thank you, Dan, for for being a podcast partner. Thanks for listening to the Dan and Cody podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dan and Cody podcast. Our email is Dan and Cody podcast at gmail.com. And you can contribute to the podcast by going to patreon.com slash Dan Cody podcast. Subscribe, bitch. Everybody play the tough guy to shit. All right.